Hello and welcome to episode number two of the Quarantine Sessions. My name is Mitch and I'm here with my co-host Ro and this is Being Men. Ro, how are you doing today? Not too bad. Day eight into isolation, so it's been fun. <laughs> I don't know if it's the same kind of fun that I was expecting, but it is very interesting. Every day is a new challenge. Mm. At the same time, every day feels the same. So, yeah, I don't know. It's it's mm. something that I've never experienced before. Definitely a first for me. Have you, have you forgotten what day it is yet? No, I've I've been keeping track of my days because I did uh, have a chat with my boss today about when I'm going back to work. So, yeah, just keeping track of the days. I'm fine, but my wife definitely, she has no idea. I even told her today is cheap Tuesday pizza. And she said, no, it's Monday. And I was like, no, it's actually Tuesday. And I was right. So, we're good. <laughs> How about you, man? How are you going? Yeah, we've been really good. We're kind of doing a similar thing. Like we're not in quarantine like you guys are, but we're doing the social isolation thing. So we haven't really been going out that much. We go for little walks and stuff just so Elio can stretch his legs. But mm-hmm. we haven't really been, you know, going to cafes and um, hanging out with people like we usually would. So it's we're just hanging out with each other. Same as last week, doing what we do. One thing's changed though. We've um, We've lost our main income. So yeah. that's a bit of a, a bit of an issue. And I think it's something that, that's happening all over Australia. Like a lot of people are having the same problem. So next few days is just going to be us figuring out what the next move is. I walked past the Centrelink line on the way to Coles the other day and there was a line out the door kind of 50 meters down the footpath. So worst comes to worst, we're going to be joining on. Yeah, it's so sad, challenging seeing those photos, hey? Mm, yeah, it's just like, I don't know what people are going to do. To be honest, the Centrelink website's down. There's massive line at Centrelink. Like people living paycheck to paycheck, they don't have the savings to back them up. You know, I'm not sure. Give me an insight into that conversation of uh, you know being told that there's no work anymore. What was that like? Yeah, so so my partner was the main income, and she lost her job. I think it was two days ago, and and it was about midday. So that whole afternoon, we were kind of like we didn't really talk about it that much, just because we. We wanted to feel one more afternoon of not having to worry about that kind of stuff. Mm. But the next day, we, it kind of hit us both a bit a bit more. And my personality is I, I'm, I, I kind of go into action stations and I'm like, all right, let's, I'm going to start applying for jobs right now. I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And Katie had to be like, look, just can we just stop? You're stressing me out. Yeah. Can we just take some time to breathe through this and kind of think about it a bit more? It's it's interesting how you react to that situation, right? Like you play it yeah. in your head so many times. What if it happens? What if it happens? And when it happens, you just go into autopilot almost. Yeah, I've always been like that though. Like, you know, if something happens, like I remember a long time ago, my dad fell, fell down the stairs in our old house and he kind of like hit his neck on the on the handrail. And I was, I would have been you know, like 13. And I was like, all right, I'm calling the ambulance. This is what we're going to do. Like my mum and sister were like freaking out and like, uh, what do we do? And I was like, all right, call the people. Like, is he all right? Check his, is he breathing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, so I've always mm-hmm. been like that kind of person. So it's just a natural reaction for me to want to get stuff done. And that's why Katie and I kind of balance balance each other out so well. I'm like that and she's very much like, mm-hmm. let's just take a step back. Let's take a breath and actually figure out what we're going to do instead of wasting our time applying for all these jobs that aren't right, you know? Yeah, exactly. And that's what you got to do in that situation, right? Like what Katie did is just awesome. Is It takes a lot of courage to, to not freak out and not fall yeah. into that crisis management mode as opposed to just taking a step back and mm. evaluating the situation and then taking it from there. It's a great skill to have, to be honest. 
as I said before, we're really lucky that we've had a fair bit of savings. And like we've got an emergency fund as well. So we've got, you know, a couple of months worth of with the bills money to back us up. You know, I just feel really worried about all the people that don't have that. Yeah. And I think that that losing your jobs has really shifted a lot of things for a lot of people. It's mm. gotten to this point where now it's a very serious thing, right? This this whole COVID nineteen has bigger impacts, not just immediate impacts, but impacts that follow on mm. it's going to yeah. affect the next six 12 months of your life a lot of people have to reevaluate everything that they're doing also think about new ways of working new skill sets to acquire and people that mm. were pursuing a certain career no longer have any scope in that career and having to detour yeah. and shift from that it's it's truly a time to test your resilience i guess i was thinking thinking about today that it's all about um, being flexible and having adaptability, you know, thinking on your feet and being able to, as a person professionally, having that flexibility in your skill set to be able to pivot and go do something else and not having, not, let's say, say if you're like, you know, you work in an office and if you don't feel like you can work anywhere else, that's the only option you have, right? Yep. But if you kind of broaden your scope a little bit and really practice that flexibility in your, in your personality, you can go, all right, I'm working in the office for 10 years. Now I'm going to pivot. I'm going to go supermarket because you know that's where that's where all the jobs are at the moment, or, or anywhere you know. Um, so I think it's really important to to focus on that flexibility and adaptability and being okay with doing that because I know it's super um, nerve wracking and give you people a lot of anxiety to have to change. Mm. But if we don't change, we're going to be left behind. Absolutely, you know? and I think it's it's really us having to tap into that black belt mentality, right? We we always told our students mm. and we always got told a black belt is not someone that mm. just is good at what he does or she does. Black belt is someone that can adapt to situations quickly and change the way they react to those situations. And I think for anyone listening out there, you might be a black belt, you might not be a black belt, you might not even do martial arts, but it's time to just switch on that black belt mentality and just figure out a way to adapt to things as quick as possible. Otherwise, you're just going to be left there scrambling and trying to survive. And that, that's professional life and personal life as well because, you know, families are going to be affected by this. Kids are at home from school. We've got to be able to work out a way to live our lives in isolation like this. And, you know, it's not going to be easy and we need to kind of support each other through mm. that for sure. And another thing that I've noticed, like on the, I guess, don't want to call it the silver lining, but, you know, a positive from that situation is, I'm I'm seeing a lot of people um, on my social media among my friends and stuff really exploring some ideas and dreams that they had ages ago about what they wanted to do with their life or in terms of work and stuff, really putting some action into it, you know. For example, us with, with this podcast, I feel like we've got such good momentum in the way we're working and it's purely because mm. of this. Otherwise, I'd be at work, you'd be at work, we'd be really busy trying to fit this in. But having this as a main focus has really yeah. given me an opportunity to realize that this is what I want to do and this is the way forward for me. So it's really setting this up for the future to make it my main mm -hmm. um, source of living. So I think that's the positive from this. There's a lot of learning. There's a lot of lessons. But like I said, it's just testing resilience and making sure you're not just focused on yourself but also the people around you, you know i'm just checking in with my partner to make sure she's feeling okay we don't know the outcome of her job 
and we're preparing for both scenarios if she has work if she doesn't have work yeah i guess it's that time for all of us to realize that it's not you can't plan ahead you need to be in the now and react in the now because we really don't know what tomorrow is going to be like like i was talking to my manager today about the role and being assured that it's all good but yeah just just altering the way we work at work but i i did mention you know yeah my job's secure this week i don't know what's happening next week and that's the reality of it. The the security is gone. So what what else can you do with your life to fill that void of feeling secure? You know, you might not have the security from work, but you might have that security with your family. And that's those are the things to focus on, right? And to your point before, like this is a catalyst for change. We kind of we're being forced to accept that change. We can't resist it because it's just coming, you know, mm-hmm. for a lot of us anyway. And I always like to think of it as you get a knock on the door from the unwelcome stranger. It's like mm-hmm. this virus is the unwelcome stranger that's making you change. You know, a lot of people are going to be harmed and you know, people are dying from this as well. But we've got to see that if we do get through this, it's going to be a catalyst for us to change and make decisions, make financial decisions that will protect us from this in the future. Absolutely. You know, live close, maybe even live closer to your family for that support network as well. 100%. And I think being so restricted and the luxury of life taken away purely focused on survival and necessities is really bringing to the front how how much you were focused on things that you didn't really need in your life that didn't add much value but you were stressing about it i was just i was talking to my parents and you know we were talking about mm-hmm. the whole idea that we're grateful that we have a place to live we're grateful that we still are able to feed ourselves and we're healthy that's a start now Provided all these things are good, then we're able to focus yeah. on other things. But it's really important to figure out what the core stuff is, the core important stuff in your life, and that's looked after and that's nurtured and that's secure. Everything else will flow from it. It's back to basics. Oh, 100%. And it's not – just keep in mind as well. It might be overwhelming for you to realize that you need to change and you need to adapt. But keep in mind the world is adapting with you. The world is going to move to a place where everything's going to be new. With that, it's going to be new opportunities and new ways of living. And your skill set might be applied in a different place. So just be open to that as well. Because if you're going to resist and feel overwhelmed saying, you know, what I'm used to is not there anymore, you're going to be left behind because the world's going to change and everything's going to be new. Yeah, it's just, it's and this stuff is terrifying. Like I'm, I'm pretty scared about what's happening in the future, like uncertain financial future. And this... In the last couple of days of you know us losing our income, and I've kind of put the virus to the back of my head a little bit because mm-hmm. it's not for us. It doesn't feel like the immediate threat that it was before. Mm-hmm. Now the immediate threat is: can we pay our rent? Yep. Can we afford food for our family? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? And that's not to say that we're not still being careful. Like we're so, still staying home. We're still washing our hands every ten seconds and all that kind of stuff. But the immediate threat for us now is the financial threat. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's going to be the same for so many Australians and people that you know that might get the coronavirus, but will 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 most likely be okay. Like, but it's just this financial threat that's really, I think, is the really deadly, deadly side mm, of it as well. Absolutely. And to be honest, you know, I was thinking about it today. How do I feel about this whole thing? I was I was doing a mini check in with myself because I was trying to distract myself watching stuff, videos, and all that sort of stuff. But I realized that I was, I am scared. You know, I'm scared with the uncertainty. Mm. What really shook me was the the travel ban for six months, you know. Now it's guaranteed for the next six months I'm not yeah. I won't be able to see my mom and dad or my brother. They won't be able to come here. I wouldn't be able to go there. Yeah. 
And, you know, we always spoke about, you know, if visas is going to be a difficulty for them to come here, I can always travel there. But now for six months, that's not going to happen. And and that, that fear of, is this six months going to be six months or is it going to be 12 months? Is that going to be 18 months? You know, and that's what really terrified me. And then made me realize that what is what is really important? What do I want for the big picture? And as you know, we're doing this podcast, we're trying to be positive. But at the same time, it's it's keep in mind, you know, we're going to have days where it's going to be really hard. There were days when I just wanted to go out, go for a walk. Can't Can't do that. There's no, like the things that you took for granted are now such luxuries. It's it's crazy. I just want the listeners to know that you're not in it by yourself. You know, it's very easy to get so closed up, especially being so isolated that, you know, you're going to start thinking about all these negative scenarios. But just know that you're not the only one feeling that way. We're all feeling that way. It's how do we come together as a community? Really, it's all about unity. You know, it's all us coming together and helping each other deal with it. And which is why, you know, you've started an amazing group on Facebook, you know, for us to start connecting with people that are in quarantine, self-isolation, but mainly from a standpoint of mental health, because that's the most important thing. You might be physically well, but if you're not allowed that, you need to be mentally and emotionally strong to be able to move forward from this. Yeah. So the group I started, it came from an idea that I had like a couple of weeks ago. I think I saw a couple of other people that were doing it um, where they were holding like video chat sessions, Zoom Zoom sessions with anyone that wanted to come. So there was a social, social session, but it's just a way of people of connecting and kind of seeing some, seeing another face. Cause like apart from, you know, Ro and I can see each other now on the computer screens, but I'm sure you've only seen Amy's face for, you know, eight days now in person, but it's going to be a way for us to connect and check in with each other while we're also apart. So I've made this Facebook group. It's called the Quarantine Catch-Ups. So if you just search search for that on Facebook, I'm sure it'll, um, it'll pop up and request to join there and I'll um, either Ro or I will approve that request. And you can jump in there and we're going to do, I think, at least one Zoom session a week. Everyone's welcome. And it'll just be a place for us to chat, check in with each other. You know, we, we might have a little topic or two to talk to about in the session. Um, another idea I've got is we're going to get some experts mm-hmm. in. So we might get some doctors... Um, some mental health experts in to kind of give us a little bit of guidance and, and reassurance in this time. But the the group's been super popular. Hey, Ro, it's, we're almost at 100 oh, it's been amazing. people, I think, now. Yeah, absolutely. And we started it yesterday and it just blew up. My, my phone was buzzing the whole day and a lot of people wanting to be part of it. And I think we just need to keep in mind how is this going to work logistically and how uh, we're able to support everyone yeah. that's part of it. You know, we don't want it to be like mm-hmm. a about Facebook group where we're just sharing articles, but it's also important yeah. to be connected. And I think um, the best way to do it is we'll be running multiple sessions through the week for a, obviously it's not mm-hmm. going to be the best time for everyone to just link up on the same session, but whatever is the convenient session. And we're thinking about segregating the groups into different age groups so we can then mm-hmm. focus on things that are more relevant more important for that group so um stay tuned if you want to join the group how do people join the group mitch i'll I'll pop a link in the show notes below all the information that so you can just click on the link that i'll pop in the below and then we can um yeah we'll accept you into that group straight away and as i said we want to keep the groups pretty small just so it's intimate but don't worry like you won't miss out we're going to run as many sessions as we need to to make sure everyone's involved um in that as well 
Absolutely. But yeah, I'm super pumped about it. It's going to be cool. I think it is going to be great. I think yeah. it's going to be great to connect with people and, and just share our experiences, share other people's experiences, uh, some tips, tricks, hints, mm-hmm. and yeah, just different ways of keeping yourself sane and improving your mental health and looking after your emotional health as well. Uh, and maybe even physical health. A big part mm-hmm. of what's keeping me sane is waking up in the morning and the first thing I'm doing is going out and exercising. I think that's yeah. a great way to start the day rather than just waking up, being on my phone, being stuck on yeah. my phone for the whole day. So I think that's important. But Mitch, um, now that we've you know f- spoke about a lot of serious stuff, I think it's also important to have that balance. I uh, want to talk about some fun stuff. Um, have you got any recommendations in the self-isolation? I'm sure you've been watching some Netflix, some really cool shows or something there that you want to recommend to our yeah. listeners. Yeah, so we've been watching Peaky Blinders oh, for a while. so good. Um, I don't know. I love it. Have you watched it? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I can't so- wait for the next season to start. Oh man, so we haven't we haven't finished all the seasons yet that are out already. Oh, I was gonna say. Oh man, I think yeah, a couple of like Michael and John just got shot by the Italian gangsters. We don't know if they survived yet. You're meant to recommend a show, not reveal um, the plot points. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, great show. Great show. Um the, I think the episodes are about an hour long, which is a really good length. But I've also been reading I've got this new book. It's called Daring Greatly by Brené Brené Brown. Mm-hmm. I'm not that far into it yet, but it, um, she Brené Brown's that one. Book. I think we, yeah, you've got it. We've we spoke about it before in the podcast, I think. And she did a um, a TED talk about vulnerability and how you know vulnerability is strength, which is something we and yeah. So that's a great book if you if you can get to a bookshop or you know get it delivered. Um, it's definitely worth it. But what about you, Ray? What have you been watching? Oh, I've been watching ton of content, man. It's just crazy at the moment. I've been watching a lot of stand-up comedy, yeah. um, which has been good. Um, actually, been watching a lot of Indian content, which is great. I just got hooked onto Amazon Prime, cool. so I got like thirty days free trial. So for those of you looking for a new streaming service, Amazon Prime's giving out thirty days for free. So that's your quarantine sorted. But yeah, I've been watching that. Yeah. But um, I watched a great series um, on Amazon Prime called Test. It follows um, the Australian mm-hmm. cricket team. Um, from when they, you know, um, yeah, cool. got done for the the scandal on the um, South African, you know, ball tampering incident, but how they mm-hmm. dealt with the whole thing, bringing in a new coach and dealing with the adversities that come with a new team, and then how they are going through, you know, the new challenges and that sort of stuff. It it really follows them for a whole year or more and the sacrifices that go behind it. I think it's a great cool. great show to watch. There's so many inspiring stories, and it just makes you feel um, connected to, you know, these athletes. It's it's very easy to just sit there and watch TV and watch the game and say, hey, I wish they should hit the ball this way, they should hit the ball that way. Yeah. But you don't realize the amount of sacrifice it took for them to be in that place and what it takes, you know, the mental toll. It's it's amazing. Definitely recommend. Test. I've got one more recommendation. Yeah, you go make. first and then I've got another Sorry, one. Cool. You... No, this is just recommend central. All right, cool. <laughs> we've got to, we've got to have some positive stuff man because all this stuff's so heavy oh. and and negative sometimes it's important to have some some light stuff as well so there's this podcast called heavyweight mm-hmm. and it's hosted by this guy called jonathan goldstein and it's a what he does is he kind of connects people that have lost touch in their lives and he just does it in the funniest way and he's just such an awesome podcast host and it's definitely worth a listen so heavyweight um it's a gimlet podcast um, you should be able to find it on all of your 
all of your services. But yeah, definitely worth a listen. There's heaps of episodes there as well. Unfortunately, I've listened to them all already. I'm still waiting for the next season to come out, which is really annoying. Oh, that's awesome. It's, that's it's so awesome. Well, I've got two recommendations. One of on the podcast lineup, um, the Joe Rogan podcast. I know a lot of people yeah. listen to it, but it's great. The ones on YouTube, the really long ones. He's got two hour, three hour episodes. Um, mm. It's great to just plug in. You can still do your hustle shows, but it's great the way he has an interaction with his guests. I feel like he gets to understand his guests and the podcast revolve around what they've achieved and what they've done and their yeah. take on life and that sort of stuff. So it's a well-rounded podcast. So it's Joe Rogan. So if you just search on YouTube, there's millions of clips. It's quite popular. Um, from a movie standpoint, Amy and I just watched, I think it was last night we watched Britney Runs a Marathon. Oh, yeah. It's another Amazon one. It's so good. It it follows this girl that's uh, going through, you know, she lives life. She's in her 30s and she lives life every day. She parties and that sort of stuff until she, she gets told by a doctor that she needs to lose weight for her health and then deals with the anxiety, the depression, the challenges that come from losing weight. Uh, and, you know, she, she goes through the curve of really feeling ashamed of herself, her body, being super insecure to starting this challenge of, of running every day and then she makes a goal of wanting to run the new york marathon yeah and and the challenges with that as well because she goes so far into it that it negatively impacts her life and then how do you turn that around it's it's a well it's an amazing movie it isn't a movie that you can sit there and predict what's going to happen yeah that's awesome but yeah the ending is amazing it really inspired me to sort of just stick to training and waking up in the morning and just just going at it no matter how um, yeah. rough the days might get because some days I wake up and I'm like oh I'm so lazy I'm so unfit and so <laughs> this and so that and then it's it's really important that movie really it's it's not just a transformation movie it's a whole transformation not just physical but yeah, yeah that's awesome Brittany runs a marathon yeah I'll have to get the Amazon Prime membership to to watch it absolutely awesome on on that note as well um, I think Chris Hemsworth is he has an app the center app and he yeah he's given people six weeks free membership over this time so definitely something to check out another one on the app is freeletics yeah so free athletics but without the a in the middle and they're doing 50 percent off and it costs yeah. you like two dollars a week or something but the app is very tailored yeah. you train your session you give instant feedback on the app and then your mm -hmm. next day session is based on your feedback so the oh, coach awesome. will release the exercise the day off and the the workout only based on your feedback. So if it was easy, then they'll make it harder. Yeah. If you yeah, had awesome. some challenges, they'll alter it um, to really suit you. So that's really cool. Wow. Yeah, cool. And just to let everyone know, we're not sponsored by Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Although we'd love to have him on the podcast sometime. If you're listening, Chris, hit us up. Yeah. I know you're stuck in your house in, in bar in there. And yeah, we'd love to have a chat to you. Absolutely. Um, speaking of sponsorship, guys, any if you know anyone that's looking for help or to promote you know, their business or whatever, they want to reach out, just send us an email, hello at being-man.com. We'll have a read, have a look at them, have a chat with them and see how we can support. Um, it's all about community support on our platforms here. So we definitely want to help out. You know, we want to grow this platform as well. So just make sure you're following us on our socials and supporting us there and staying up to date with us. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Sweet, Ro. This has been really fun and really good to get some stuff off my chest. I feel way better after talking to you always. Always. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you in the next one. All right, guys. Take care. Make sure you wash your hands. Look after yourselves.